0: everybody, Tim from Ski-Rex Media coming to you today on a very rare sunny day. They're very rare here in the Vermont this season. It's something else, the amount of rain we were getting. In fact, we got a a thunderstorm last night with a bunch of rain. Now it looks like it didn't even happen. So, I don't know. A lot of rain. What is that going to mean for us later in the year? Who knows? You know, we have almanacs saying one thing. We have professional weather scientists saying something else. We have climate change activists saying another thing. We have people who just look at the leaves changing already, and they are. There are leaves in my area that are changing already, saying that means something too. So, who knows? That's where I always stand with the weather. I don't know what's happening. I don't claim to know what's happening. I don't pretend to know what's happening. I don't know what's going to happen. I look at the weather report to maybe,
1: maybe...
0: Get a gist of what might happen, but in the end, the best way to know what's going to happen with the weather is to look outside your window and see what's happening, right? Right. Anyway, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to finish up the off-season shenanigans series. Before I do that, however, let's talk about Whaleback Mountain. They have a lot of off-season shenanigans. You say, Tim, Whaleback Mountain? Off-season shenanigans? Oh, yeah, dude. They're year-round. They got stuff going on all year-round. Summer camps, the family camp out that's coming up in September, live music, disc golf, sand volleyball. Go take a walk up the mountain if you'd like. Go to whalebackmountain.com, a whole list of events, or follow them on social media, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, you know, the usual places. Whole list of events that they keep going, that they're keeping going throughout the summer to keep everybody busy, keep everybody stoked. And then once the snow starts flying... All that'll go away, of course, and we'll go back to skiing. Plus, they're getting a new lift this summer, so awesome they are open they are doing things all summer whaleback mountain in enfield new hampshire most accessible mountain i know of right on the highway you take exit 16 but you could see the interstate from the parking lot you could spit and hit the interstate from the parking lot if you are so inclined whaleback mountain ski it to believe it during the winter and just check it out in the summer to believe it in during the summer during the off-season shenanigans my friends That brings us to another place in New Hampshire, up there in Gorham, New Hampshire, way up by the main border north of Mount Washington, St. Skis and Snowboards. You want custom skis? You want a custom snowboard? You go to SaintSkis.com. you go through their motions and they will build it for you. Their wood is locally sourced. Their designs are whatever your design needs are. The shape, the size, the graphics, the whatever, what you want is what they make, right? Right. St. Custom Skis at SaintSkis.com, in Gorham, New Hampshire. Check them out, won't you please? Now, as I was saying, it is time to finish up the off-season shenanigans series. I think it is a good time to finish up the off-season shenanigans series because it is August. It is now going to be, let's see, when this debuts, it'll be uh, August 16th. Halfway through August, which means schools in some places, actually, I think schools have already started in some places throughout the country. um, Colleges are starting to uh, go back. Lord knows our store are the stores we shop in Walmart, Target, whatever, have already put up back to school. But then again, they put up back to school. Let me tell you something. When I worked in retail, my most hated, most I hated most people too. a lot of people like it's. Christmas season, right? No, because Christmas season has some rhyme and reason. Back to school season has no rhyme and reason. You can look at six different pens, realize they're the same, but according to their numbers, they're different, and they're not different. Believe me, and then they go in six or seven different places to store. It's a pain. Back to school season is a pain, and it starts so early, like many things in retail do. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, as school starts, we start to see Christmas stuff go up. Anyway, that rant's unimportant. That's part of my past life and something obviously I can't get over. The point is, with school starting soon, um, you know, it might be time to... It just means that's one of the things we know that summer's almost over. Um, Not that that means the off-season is over. And we are truly in the off-season here in the United States. Mammoth Mountain just closed, finally. Um, They made it most of the summer. And then, like, the next day announced opening day. Like They're only going to have, I think, 100 days max between closing day and opening day. So shout out to our friends out there in California, man. Um, enjoy that. That That's that's really cool. Plus, I saw something. It was a quick thing. I'm not 100% sure what it was, but I guess there's still snow in Utah. I, I don't think anything's open. Uh, I, I don't know how much it actually is. I saw it through blurry waking eyes. Um, I like many other people have to figure out how not to reach for my phone in the morning, um, but I look at the news. I'm not looking at social media. I'm looking at the news, which is usually, you know, whatever. But anyway, <laughs> another rant. The point is that there's still snow out there. There is, and hopefully we're going to get more this season all over the place. And that's what I was saying back in the intro is that, you know, the, 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 uh the, the, the almanacs are calling for one thing. You know, the weather specialists, the weather scientists are saying El Nino, the climate activists are saying something else. I don't know. Uh, I honestly don't know how it's going to be. I hope it's going to be as good as ever. But now if I get back on my point, it's time to bring the offseason shenanigans show to a close because it's time to start prepping for the season. Like I said, the off season, we still have some time. It's it's summer going into fall, and yes, school is one of the first things that we see that closes out the summer. All the kids go back to school, all the college kids go back to school. And then, you know, life returns to kind of a normalcy. Uh, I think uh, summertime is, is you know, is vacation time. A lot of people take vacations and stuff during that time. And, you know, it, it's a fun time. You know, you're going to the beach or you're heading out for the hikes or you're doing whatever you're doing for your offseason shenanigans. Paddleboarding, kayaking, disc golfing, mountain biking, hiking, climbing, uh, ultralight aircraft piloting. If that's what you're into, hang gliding, bungee jumping, whatever it is. Tons of things to do, but it's time to start planning for the next season. Now, before I get into planning, let me say this. I just listed off a ton of stuff you could do, and that's kind of what this off-season shenanigans program was supposed to be. With some ideas, with some tips, was some tricks, was hopefully a few interviews, and shout-out to uh, Robert and Ryan Delaina, um, who were on the first episode of the uh, off-season shenanigans program. That was awesome, Uh, but we find that many folks in the snow sports world also take off the summer, so I wasn't able to get as many interviews, obviously, any more than Robert and Ryan, which was great anyway, and they'll be back, by the way. Um, We'll see them down at Snowbound Expo, and I'm sure they'll be back again. Plus, I might repurpose their episode for a regular season podcast just for the fun of it, just to see if anyone notices, because the listenership did drop as well. And I'm not really surprised by that, to be honest, because it is the offseason. And I have to admit, this program, the offseason shenanigans program, did not come out exactly the way I had hoped, the way I had planned, which means it was a bad plan. Not self-deprecating, not looking for pity or self-pity. It just didn't go quite according to my plan. So time to close it out. And start preparing for next season. That's what I'm thinking. And I already start preparing for the podcast next season. I already have a couple of interviews scheduled. Um, I have a couple more that need a couple more weeks, but they will be on. That includes the return of Doug Fish, a favorite here at Ski Rex Media. People love to talk to Doug. I love to talk to Doug. He's a great guy. Um, he's going to have all kinds of different things to tell us. So that's going to be, you know, it's his yearly thing. I very much am a big supporter of the Indy Pass. So I want to you know, have Doug on as much as possible. He's awesome. And I also have others. I have um, a couple people who are going to be on. I was just about to ruin it, but you know what? I think I'll save it. Um, well, I'll, I'll partly save it. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and uh, go to the skirexmedia.com and sign up for the Skirex Media newsletter and updates. Uh, then, then you'll get it. Uh, because again, I still have a couple more I'm trying to get uh, nailed down. Get those dates nailed down. But it's much easier during the season. Like I said, I was having trouble getting interviews for this show. And within two days, I had like four, am I up to four? Four or five scheduled recordings already, plus more, plus more ideas. Plus, if you have some ideas, if you have a topic you want to hear discussed, I have a bunch of topics that were given to me as well. I put it out on social media. If you have a topic, if you have a guest idea, if you think you're worthy of being a guest, um, whatever it is, let me know. Uh, Contact information is in the show notes. Go ahead and check that out. As always, do not check the show notes while you are driving. If you're listening in the car, please leave your phone down. Wait till you stop and then check the show notes. Plenty of time. Send me an email, send me a DM on social media if you have a guest you want to hear, if you have a topic you want to hear about here covered, if you want to do any of that stuff during the regular season. Off-season shenanigans show, however, is done with this, and we'll try again next year, maybe. I don't know, we'll see. It might be better just to take the summer off. But as we come to the end of the summer, the one off-season shenanigan, we all, we all uh, participate in is getting ready for next season it, taking inventory not necessarily buying gear the preseason sales i haven't seen any yet uh, maybe you have in your area maybe not always look for the preseason sale don't just arbitrarily buy look for the preseason sale you might get some good deals i find that the preseason sales aren't quite as good of deals as as the end of the season clearance, end of the season clearance, that's when it's at. When the spring comes and those clearance sales pop up, go get them. But as we come to the preseason sales, the preseason ski swaps, the preseason, um, you know, different conventions and whatever, take a look at those too because you can still get some good deals, though. I personally prefer the end of the season clearance sales. Take inventory, though. If you're not buying yet, take your inventory, man. I know what I need, and I don't need much. I actually don't need much this year. I, I personally I think all I need is a new lens for my goggles. I want a clear lens. I want that clear lens for the night skiing and the and the and the crummy, cloudy days. You know, when I was with Mario and Brian, shout out to the Highfalutin Ski Bums podcast, when I was skiing up there with them and Canon, the, thaw- the fog was so thick that I you couldn't see to the end of your, you could barely see the end of your hand. It was thick. And uh, you know, it would have been nice to have a clear lens that day. It really would have, uh, both of my lenses that I have are built for sun. And you think I would have known that right away and gotten the clear lens then, but no, I'm daft. So that didn't happen. Take inventory, man. Just see what you got. Do you need a helmet? Do you need socks? Do you need skis? Do you want skis? Definitely put want and need in two different, um, in two different categories there, man. Definitely a difference between want and need. Get what you need first. Get what you want after that way. You're not spending too much. Decide which passes you want. Who are you riding with this year? Indy pass for me. Whale back for me, obviously. Um, again, never overlook your local mountain, your home mountain. If you are a travel skier like me, you like to drive around, you like to check out places and I'm in a good place for that. You know, I don't have to go that far. I can go to an, an out between an hour and two hours and I have tons of different places I can visit uh, from here in the upper valley. And that's a beautiful thing. And you can say one to two hours. Isn't that kind of a long drive? That's rural New England. It's one to two hours to do anything. You know, I could see Mount Washington from here. It takes me three hours to get there there. You can't get there from here. You know, you remember that old bit? You remember that joke? That's a real thing here in New England. You can't get there from here. So, you know, one to two hours is pretty good. And I uh, could take, you know, I could take advantage of that. Not to mention the fact, well, you know what? No, I'll save that thought. But pick your pass. If you're a travel person like me, like I was saying, you could drive around. But your home mountain, man, I spend more days at Whaleback than anywhere else. It's right here. It's awesome. I love it. You know, I love the people there. I work there for a bit. So and I work with them all the time. So, you know, always look at your local mountain or the pass that makes most sense to you financially. My primary care provider, the person I go to see for my medical checkups and all my medical woes and and sicknesses and whatever. Uh, we (laughs) all right. So, when I go to see my primary care provider, if you are a ski Rex Media fan and you find yourself going to the same building over there at Dartmouth, um, you know, Dartmouth Hitchcock, the Heater Road building for your primary care needs, and some days you find that your primary care provider might be taking a little longer with the person before them, before you. That might be he and I because we end up talking about skiing and snowboarding for a good 15 minutes every visit. So I apologize for that. I don't mean to take up your time, um, but that's what we're talking about. And he picked up the Killington 365 pass. In any case, that was what we talked about the last time I was over there. The Killington 365 pass, dude, such a good deal if you can abuse it. Like, And I always say that's the pass. You know, yes. Are you a travel skier? Yes, where do you live? Yes, where do you like to go? Yes, what are the costs? Which one can you abuse? Well, I personally think, this is a tip from SkierX Media, I personally think the one you can abuse is the one that you should go for, abuse financially, as in, when you add up your time, sure, say you lay out a thousand bucks, If you go 10 times, you skied $100 a day. If you've gone 20 times, you've skied 50 times a day. If you skied 1,000 days, which we know isn't possible uh, (laughs) because of the way that works out, but then you would ski $1 a day. Do you see what I'm saying? Do that math. Uh, Last three seasons, I have skied for under $30 a day after you add up my passes and the days I went and the days I abused them and the days I paid for days that weren't on pass. Get the one you can abuse. Make sure that you you can really use it, use it, use it, use it, use it. And my primary care provider, he can use the Killington Pass. You know, it's not that far from here. You know, it's a a little farther for him. But like for me, it's an hour. And again, it's only 35 miles and it takes almost an hour to get there. Isn't that something that's driving around New England, man, 35 miles, one hour. And you can say, well, Tim, why not just haul ass on the highway? You can't because you're not on the highway. You're on our two later roads. And not only that, you're like, well, I speed on those roads. That's like you speed for five minutes. You know, there are times I get up to 60, 65 miles an hour on those roads too, but you're going through towns and me specifically, I have to go through the town of Woodstock and during the, that's a tourist town, man, that town for a teeny little town has traffic like it should not have. Anyway, (laughs) it's not far for either of us. And that Killington 365 pass, man, if you can actually abuse it, because it's under 1500 bucks, I think, I think at max it's 1500 bucks. Like it's, and I could be wrong about that. Maybe the price has gone way up. I don't know. But if you can abuse that with mountain biking, golf, scenic lift rides, I think you get coaster park uh, discounts or maybe you get coaster park on it. I forget coaster park, uh mountain coaster on it. And yes, there is a golf. Like, I don't think you get like totally free golf. Well, not free, but pass included um, golf. But I think you get discounts on like cart rentals. Or do you get discounts on tea time I don't remember. Anyway, it's a great deal. If you can knock off a bunch of that price during the summer, just doing those, you know, activities, those off-season shenanigans, and then get back on the on-season and ski the hell out of the beast, dude, you're going to be robbing them by the time it's done. And that's okay. It's funny. I said that to John Hunt over at Whaleback Mountain, executive director at Whaleback Mountain. Look him up. This man has become Upper Valley famous. It's it's incredible. It's so funny. Um, But he runs whaleback mountain over there. And I said, dude, I use your past so much. I'm starting to feel bad. I'm starting to rob you. And he's like, that's kind of what you want though. He's like, we want people to get the good price, to be able to do this as much as they possibly can to really get the love for it, especially at whaleback mountain. And I was like, well, that's awesome because I'm doing it. You know, I ski so many days over there, half my days easier there. And hopefully this year there'll be even more. Um, that'll be half or three quarters or whatever the math turns out to be. So get that season pass, man, wherever, whichever one you can abuse the best. And that also goes for off season shenanigans. If you have a beach season pass, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, if you have a, like, uh, theme park season pass, whether it's Disney six flags, whatever your local one is, your water park, your local water park, your local museums, your local museums have seasons passes, uh, season passes, Get that and abuse it. But make sure you abuse it. If you don't abuse it, then it's not the best deal. Abuse it or at least break even on it. But do more than to break even. Then it's the best deal. And then it's awesome. That's that's the trick with the season pass. Get it and abuse it. And this is the time to start looking at that. Actually, we've already gone past some wicked early bird sales, which is kind of a shame. You should be looking at this. You should really be looking at your next season's season pass, your next season's pass when the other one ends back in the springtime but you know we're still getting some deals here so figure that out figure out which one you want to use take an inventory of your gear see what you have what you need what you need to replace what you need to repair uh, what kind of maintenance you need do you need new bindings and not a new set of skis do you need new boots poles whatever it is Do you need a new snowboard? Do you need new ski boards? Do you need new cross-country equipment? Um, Are you going to do cross-country this year? I really would like to again this year. I think we're going to have Reese Brown back on there to talk cross-country again. I want to get back into it. I I need some tips. Um, Also, I have another person or two in mind to get on and do some cross-country episodes because I... I want to try it again and I really want to do. And that's part of the planning. I need to plan. What do I need? I need first a lesson. I want to get a lesson. I'm not just going to go out there. Do have I done it before? Sure. When was the last time I did it? 96, 97 winter. That's right. 96, 97 winter. That's the last time I did it. We did it in gym class in my senior year in high school. That's the last time I've done it. I want to try it again. I have all the, I'm surrounded also By cross country and again this comes down to your pass they have pass offerings which one do you want to use i'm going to be using the indie pass i get two days at a bunch of cross country places some of which are spitting distance from here over in woodstock like i was talking about not far over that is over by saskadina 6 25 minutes not a problem Down there at Waterville Valley. Think about that, man. Indy Pass, Waterville Valley, you get four days. Two Alpine, two cross-country. This is not an Indy Pass ad. I'm just saying, again, go back and abuse it. Um, But I'm going to get into, I want to get into the um, cross-country scene, and I have a few people I want to talk to about that. So get that ready. Know where you want to go. Prepare for your, 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 your travels, your adventures. What do you want to do? This season... My goal is not only to ski as many days as possible. My goal is not only to get all six states in one New England state, all six New England states in one season, including Rhode Island. Shout out to Yagu Valley. My goal is to visit more places I haven't gone. Uh, Tom Thrash, who's been on the program a couple times, he had his own episode. And he uh, called in during the call-in show. Ooh, maybe we'll do a call-in show as we end the season, the summertime. All right. There might be one more off season shenanigans show, a special that is a call in program that that might happen. Anyway, um, (laughs) see this is ski Rex media, baby. I figure it out on the fly and I figure it out with you. You all help me indirectly. Anyway, Tom thrash. He called in during the the call in show last season, the season finale. Um, he's been on, he had his own episode one year. He's visited close to 70 ski Hills, very inspirational uh because I like to travel to different ski hills especially where I live again I have tons tons and tons plus I'd like to get out to Michigan some people are like Bohemia I'm like no Caberfae Peaks because it's run by a guy named Tim Meyer and I also am Tim Meyer shout out to Stuart Winchester for pointing that out he's a good boy I love Stuart man and he's great so you know we can we want, I want to go out there if I'm out there will I check out Bohemia maybe of course I should it's probably the most popular place in Michigan, but I want to go to Cabotate Peaks and check that out. I want to see more. Plus, there's places here that I haven't skied yet, like the Middlebury Snow Bowl over there in Middlebury or Hancock, whichever wherever the line actually is. Or is it East Middlebury? If you drive that road, you go through a couple towns and uh, past the Snow Bowl, and just beyond the Snow Bowl is uh, part of the Middlebury College campus, which is awesome. It's 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 older. Don't, don't be creepy about it, especially when there's students there. But drive through, check it out. The buildings are a little older. It's not like a modern college campus. The main campus might be. I don't know. I've never been to the main campus. But as you drive through the campus up there, it's very cool because it's older. I like I like the older architecture that you get around here. Anyway, um, Middlebury Snowball. It's an indie allied mountain. So it's dirt cheap. I think it'll be $15 or $16 for a day ticket. I still haven't been there. People rave about the place. I want to get there. Um, there's places around that I haven't been. Uh, you know, while well, everybody I know go talks about Wildcat, 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 never been there. Aditash, never been there. Um, what else? You know, you know Ragged Mountain, crotchet Mountain in New Hampshire. All these places I've never been to. These places, Northeast Slopes up here in Vermont, never been there. It's ten dollars on a Wednesday and has the fastest rope tow in the U.S. I've never been to these places. I want to go more places. Now, will I not go to some of my favorites? No. Some places will be sacrificed, but there are the places I definitely want. I'll be at Whaleback a ton, of course. I love Pat's Peak down there in New Hampshire. Would love to go there again and probably will for a day. Um, I love Bolton Valley. We'll probably get there at least one day. Uh, Will others be sacrificed? I don't know. I just don't know. I would like to go back to Canon. I went there for the first time last year. I want to have more firsts. I want to see what's out there. And that's the beautiful part. A part that, that's the beautiful part about where I live in the Upper Valley. Is that there's still a bunch of places. That are within one to two hours that I haven't visited. We go up to three hours. Again, Wildcat's a little bit of a ways away from here. Because, you know, I it, it, you can't get there from here. You know, that's really a thing. But with so many here that I can get to. And again, we're talking also little places like Mount Escutney. That's still open. That's not far from here. Half hour, 35 minutes, maybe not far. Uh, Arrowhead Mountain in Claremont, New Hampshire. Uh, what else we got out there? Cochran's out there just to the other side of, you know, Bolton Valley, Mad River Glen. I've never been there. So many places I've never been. And those are all the places I want to go. And so one of my off-season shenanigan planning is where where do I want to go which places have I not been and which ones do I want to put at the top of the list but that's just me you don't have to do that I'm not saying that's the way to do it snow sports are for everybody and you do it the way you want to do it there is no wrong way don't be a prick obviously but there is no wrong way And I've always said that if you just want to get a season pass to your home mountain because you love it and you're going to stay there all season, by all means, do it. I could have a great season just skiing at Whaleback all season. Absolutely. Go for it. Do that. If you want to travel around like I do, go ahead and do that. If you, you know, whatever you want to do, that's how you do it. You don't let anybody tell you that's a stupid thing to do or that's not the way you do it or you're not cool if you don't do it this way. Please grow up. You do it the way you want to do it. You don't listen to those tools. You know what I'm saying? Just plan. Keep planning. Part of it is getting the car ready. I have to do that as well soon. I'm going to, you know what? I have a feeling it snow is going to start to fly much sooner this year than usual. That's where I'm going. I don't know if that's right. Probably not. But that's what I'm going to plan on. So I'll be getting my snow tires put on. Plus, I think my off-season tires are a bit uh, worse for wear. So it's it's probably a good time to get tires switched out anyway. But I'm going to push it to save myself some cash. And then I'll buy new tires uh, for the off-season in the spring. Um, does anybody else do that? I'm sure someone else does. But... As I was saying, plan, plan, plan. Pick your passes. Get that ready. Do your in your gear inventory. Get that ready. Figure out where you want to go. Get your car ready. Do you need to clean the car? Do you put the seats down? Do you need to put the rack back up? I'm still deciding which rack I want. Part of me's leaning towards chuck bucket. Part of me's leaning towards a roof because I have a little car. Reaching the roof isn't hard. I don't know. I just don't know. Plus, if I do either one of those, I either have to get a hitch or a a roof bars because my my car is bare. So, you know, it's whatever I have the mounting points, but I just don't have a rack up there. I have to fix that and figure that out. But see, I have to figure that out. Figure all that stuff out. Now is the time to plan. Get yourself ready to go. And, you know, but again, you could still get outside. There's still plenty of outside time for the summer for the mountain biking, for the hiking. I'm putting off a few hikes. I want to hike over there at Mount Cardigan, which you can see from Whaleback. Shout out to Whaleback again. Mount Cardigan has a granite top, is no trees, is 360 degree, 360 degree views and a fire tower. It's going to look awesome. During the autumn, during the big foliage season that we have here in New England, it's just gonna be oranges, reds, and yellows burning across the landscape. It's gonna be friggin' great. So I'm saving that one. I'm absolutely saving that one. Still get out there, but still make sure you start planning for next season. That's what I'm doing, not only in my personal skiing, but Ski Rex Media and my personal stuff and my Ski Rex Media stuff and interviews for the podcast. And a couple of new things I want to try for the Ski-Rex media and whatever else it is. Getting ready to go to Snowbound in uh, the first weekend in November down there in Boston, the 3rd through the 5th. Check that out. Get your tickets. The dollar tickets are long since over. But they do have discounted tickets right as they are doing a sale now I forget exactly what it is Uh, we'll have to check that out but head to snowbound.com or snowboundexpo.com and they you can check all that stuff out they have a whole slew of speakers including people I know like I said Ryan and Robert Delana will be speaking Uh, my friend Dan Egan will be speaking again Uh, there's all kinds of different exhibitors and other media folks that are going to be there i think brian and mario are going to be there again i think Stuart's going to be there again i'm going to be there i'm not doing any stage work but i will be there walking around uh talking to folks and everything it's going to be great that'll be you know one of the unofficial kickoffs of the season here in new england um you know there's also planning um there's two world cups in new england this year there's the uh the Killington race, the, the, the Heroic Killington Cup, um, Thanksgiving weekend here in the States, um, Black Friday to Sunday. You know, the athletes get there first and the crews get there first. And the mountains working leading up to that. So what you do is you have your Thanksgiving dinner. Then you do your shopping on Friday if you're still into Black Friday. I think it's it's not what it used to be. And that's kind of a shame. Not that I ever participated but that's a whole other thing. Anyway, you do your Black Friday, and then Saturday is uh, Giant Slalom, and Sunday is Slalom. If they stick to the usual schedule, man, check that out. I've put in my um, application for media credentials. We'll see what that comes out to be, and if I'm going again. If not, I'll just go check out Slalom Day, um, and then that's 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 World Cup number one. Second World Cup is Freestyle. Moguls out there at uh, Waterville Valley. Waterville Valley picked up a World Cup this year. So the best mogul skiers in the world will be at Waterville Valley. And if it's on the, depending on the course where it is at Waterville Valley, here's the neat thing. It's not like a walk up bottom, like superstar at Killington. You could walk up to the bottom of that from the parking lot. It's right there. It comes out at the K1 Lodge, the new one. It's very fancy, very nice there. You know, that's where it comes out. I think if you wanted to see the action live, live, you have to go up and ski down. So you get some skiing out of that. That's what I'll have to be doing, which is fine with me. I have no problem with that. And I'll be going there as well. We're going to see what we could do with some media work for those. Those are probably the only, those are the only two uh, sporting events that I plan on going to check out, I think. And I think I should maybe check out one or two more only because... You know, Dartmouth College is right up the road from here. It's 10 minutes away, and they have a pretty good ski team, both men's and women's. And, it, you know, I should probably go up there and check that out during the uh, during the, during the winter. That's something we should do. That's something I should do, don't you think? You let me know. If you think that's stupid, I'm going to put it on social media as well um, because that, that might be a good idea, right? Because I'm not a sports writer. I'm not a sports writer. I'm not a sports journalist, really. So, like, in in, in the competitive sport, like, I'm not. I, I'm not good at that. But I like to go to the local, you know, the local events. And, you know, as for two reasons. One, I do have some interest in it. So I try to be a, a, a sports journalist-ish, kind of. Not really. And then it's local. So that's cool. You know, Killington is an hour away. Waterville Valley is an hour away. You know, they're right there. You know, I, I should see what the locals are doing over there. And it is it is a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It is a good way to spend some time during your season that's not just on your skis or snowboard or whatever it is, man, or your sleds. Go sledding if you want. So I I, I don't do a lot of the sports. I was going to go. I had the credentials to go to the FIS uh, World University Games in Lake Placid last season. I was accepted for that, but I didn't go because too much came up and the travel over there was a problem. Um, I think the snowboarders were at Gunstock and – was it Gunstock? Maybe – that's where the snowboarding events were and the Alpine ski events were at Whiteface and there's a distance between those and having to be, you know, the schedule, it just didn't work, plus the other things came up to do for, you know, more local stuff. It it, it doesn't matter. Anyway, I and I'm not a great, again, I'm not a great sports journalist. I'm not a sports writer. But the experience is worth me talking about that's what i talk about is the experience so i'm going to check out both of those i think you should as well and uh, both those world cups and then maybe i'll go see what we can do with the dartmouth college up there maybe we'll see if we can go spend a day with them or something or talk to some of their athletes or their coaches right right preparation preparation that's what this is about this episode is about preparation and what i'm gonna do so get yourself prepped Take your inventories plan your trips get your passes know what you want to do get back into shape start tailoring those diets to some weight loss if you need to do that or some weight gain if you need to do that to get you know get your your muscle gains or your cardio gains I need to work cardio more than anything and I need to build up my core um, skiing and snowboarding very core intensive I think and I need a better core um, start you know start your workouts if you haven't yet we should probably all have been working out anyway but now's the time to start shout out to Abe Maynard and the ski system that's a ski tailored workout program very good Abe is a lot of fun he has his own podcast as well and he talks a lot more about other things than skiing and fitness Um, he's he talks to jujitsu practitioners and and other people like this so Check out Abe, man. He's all right. I like Abe. Maybe we'll get him back on the program this year. I like Abe. He's a, he's a good person, man. He's awesome. So check that out. Get yourself prepped. I'm getting prepped for Ski Rex Media's uh, regular season. It will be season five. Season 5 of the Ski-Rex Media Podcast. The the podcast that was never going to exist is going into Season 5. I'm setting up interviews, setting up things, getting ready. You get yourself ready. I will get myself ready. And if you have any ideas, suggestions, guest suggestions, topic suggestions, would like to ask if you could be a guest. Or if you would like to present yourself as a guest, or if you would like to apply as a guest, whichever the correct whatever the correct way to say that is, whichever one you think is right, do that. Contact Ski Rex Media. All information, all contact information is in the show notes and on skirexmedia.com as well. Thank you for listening to the offseason shenanigans program. Give me about, eh, about a month. I'm going to start the uh, regular season program at the end of September again, which is what I usually do sometimes in October. But we're going to go for the uh, end of September. We'll be back to weekly episodes. We'll be back to, you know, snow, more snow talk, more um, interviews with people throughout the industry. And these are different folks, other journalists like it always is, athletes. Um, authors, illustrators, musicians, you know, whatever it is, manufacturers, whatever this, if they're part of the industry, I'm part of the industry and I'll talk to anyone. You know what I'm saying? So go ahead and get yourself prepped. I will get myself prepped. The podcast will be back in September though, between now and then I might do another call in show. That might be a lot of fun just to get people coming in, talking for a little while. I'll cut it all together, and we'll see what's the what. Right? Right. Thank you for listening to the off-season shenanigans programs Again, I don't think it was everything. It wasn't everything I wanted it to be, so I understand if you weren't as into it. I don't mind criticism, by the way. Don't be a dick. If you think I'm doing something crappy, tell me. But just don't be a dick about it, because I might retaliate. Right? Right. Anyway, that's it for the off-season shenanigans. There is still plenty of off-season, but it's also time to start thinking about the next season. And you know what season that is, my friends? And I will see you out there later.